Welcome to the podium. This is a Stats and Fats production all about motorsports. I'm Jim Rouse. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podium. This week, we're going over F1 at the halfway break, previewing the NASCAR Truck Series playoffs, and diving back into silly season for the Cup Series. Let's fire up those engines. All righty then. So the Formula One season now halfway done. Well, a little bit more than that. Nine races down, eight to go. And, of course, it's another Hamilton 1-2 for Mercedes and his 90th career win. Next one will put him tied with Michael Schumacher. And, of course, the title he's going to win this year will also tie him. So you'll probably have one record, tie the other. Awesome. It's been real boring, unfortunately. Now, in the uh, Tuscan Grand Prix, Alex Albin finally got that first podium, meaning in the last three races we had Gasly get his first win and Albon get his first podium. Have fun making decisions there, Red Bull. Daniel Ricciardo, a couple of fourth-place finishes. This time, he should have had the podium, but the second red flag for the Lance Stroll wreck kind of screwed him out of that. Shame there for the Renault driver, but he'll have good opportunities next year with McLaren. George Russell probably should have had some points as well. He was in ninth, but the restart also knocked him out of the points, dropped him to 11th. Gotta say, the Mugello circuit was amazing. I know we get to see some more of the new classic circuits coming up. I hope they keep up with that, because that was great. Keep it up, F1. In the NASCAR Truck Series playoffs, 10 teams, you got the four GMS Chevys of Brett Moffitt, Sheldon Creed, Tyler Ankrum, and Zane Smith, and three of those guys, not Ankrum, but the other three, look really, really good. Then after that, you got three of the four Thor Sport Fords. Have fun saying that three times fast. Johnny Sauter, the one left out of the playoffs, but Ben Rhodes, Matt Craft, and uh, Grant Enfinger all look like competitive teams. Todd Gilliland, a shock there as well in the uh, Front Row Motorsports DGR Ford, so four Fords in the playoffs as well. Then just two Toyotas out of Austin Hill and Christian Eckes. Both look consistent, Austin Hill a little bit more so. Maybe a final four threat. My round one prediction, though, Gilliland, Ankrum, and Matt Crafton in an upset, they go out in the first round. Now on to NASCAR silly season. It was announced earlier this week, Bubba Wallace not returning to Richard Petty Motorsports. And let's be honest, he's got more sponsorship money than almost any other driver out there. You look at the 48 and the 14 as big seats for him. The 42 is also an option, but it sounds like they're all closed. Rumors also abound that the Roush Fenway 6 is opening up, but we don't really know what's going to happen. I say Bubba's in the 48 car, but they'll switch. Bowman takes the 48, and Bubba will actually get his own number so they can market him that way. I still think Eric Jones probably ends up in the 42 car. Might even end up in an Xfinity Series ride, which would be surprising, but it all depends on what he thinks is best for him. As for the 43 car, I don't know what they're going to do with it. Maybe 
Uh, maybe they, they slot Ty Dillon over there, or maybe they just take the highest pay and driver over at RCR. No idea on that. Maybe Daniel Hemrick can make it back up to the Cup Series, but a lot of silly season action put into play now by Bubba Wallace leaving the Richard Petty Motorsports team. Now it's time to answer some questions. You can uh, remember to send those questions to us on Twitter at Stats and Fats or to at Jim Rouse 96 or get them to us on Facebook, Stats and Fats Productions. First up, Joey G asks, what happened to Johnny Sauter? Well, he's on a four-truck team and he's the old dog. Crafting his Thor Sports guy, Grant's hitting his stride and Rose is the young gun there. Take Dover away last year and that 13 team, no bueno. Not very good at all. I'd wager he leaves at the end of the year for another team or retires. Not sure which, and I don't know who'd want him. At Dave Simmons 88 asks, can New Garden win the title, or is it just a race to take it to St. Pete? Well, a sweep at Indy would surely make sure that we have a championship battle at St. Pete, even if all Scott's got to do is start the car. But he's also the same guy who could run P2 at both Indy races and clinch the title anyway. I don't like double points, but IndyCar and Joseph sure could use them to at least make Scott finish the race at St. Pete. Now, if Joseph sweeps Indy and Dixie's out in at least one of those, both would be even better for a championship battle anyway. That'd make it a possibility, but I just don't see it. He's probably wrapping it up at Indy. Finally, Gashead Joe asks, what do you make of Austin Dillon in these first two playoff races? I think it's a great improvement for the three team. I'm happy to see that RCR's proven everybody wrong. Uh, round two, two wildcard races there in the Roval and then Talladega. Hey, a little bit of luck lends itself to a shock title run for Austin Dillon in that three team. Now, let's head down to the podium. In third place, Andretti Autosport. Boy, did they need this one too. 
in the first 10 races of the season, Andretti was nowhere, maybe a couple of podiums and that was it. But they swept the rostrum at Mid-Ohio round two. Rossi now has two podiums in the last three races. RHR finally discarded that anvil for a moment and Colton Herta grabbed the mega win for the team. Maybe that's the result that propels Rossi and Herta to title runs in 2021. In second place, Justin Allgaier. The veteran showed out at Richmond, a track very similar to Phoenix, where the title will be held with a weekend sweep and has thrown himself now into Final Four contention. He went from 13 playoff points to 25, establishing the seven team as an orbiting member of what could be called the Big Three. And in first place, Jacob Allen. It would have been easy to give up on ever getting that first World of Outlaws win, but he didn't. After over 355 starts, Jacob finally broke through with that first one, earning it at Dodge City. Congrats, Jacob, and maybe now the floodgates are open for you. Thanks for listening to The Podium. Remember to like and share the podcast with your friends. Don't forget you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more at Stats and Fats Productions. Check out our YouTube channel as well, Stats and Fats Show with Fitz. Talking hardball with the Fats will post on Wednesday nights. Hat Trick Hockey uploads every Sunday afternoon. And our main show, the Stats and Fats Show with Fitz, drops every Friday night. Again, remember to tweet your questions to us on Twitter, at Stats and Fats, or on Facebook, Stats and Fats Productions. And don't forget to attack that next corner.